0: This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International, and I want to welcome you to the warning program. Wherever you've tuned in, welcome. Special guest today, Pastor Ronald Dimmeling. Uh, welcome, Pastor. Welcome, my friend. Thank you. It's good to, good to talk to you again. Well, why don't you uh, tell our listeners, uh, where are you from?
1: Well, I'm located, uh, we're located at Bean Station, Tennessee, and uh, here on the Cherokee Lake. Our offices are on Cherokee Lake, and we're opening out at Bean Station, Tennessee, and our ministries, New Mount Zion Ministries, that we're uh, affiliated with.
0: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, once again, you're listening to The Warning Program. Go to my website, worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. I also lead Eagle Saving Nations. Join it today. Without another great awakening, we're losing the republic, and I'm telling you, persecution will come to the church. worldministries.org. Now, Ron, why don't you tell the listeners, if they've never heard you before, uh, what is your involvement, your ministry to Israel?
1: Well, my friend, about 15, 18 years ago, God put it on my heart, you know, to bless the nation of Israel. I really didn't have a clue what that meant. You know, when God takes you somewhere, most of the time, you don't really know where you're going. And so I didn't really know where God was taking to me, but I I was watching a TV show and you could bring a Jew back from Israel. And so I, I blessed, I blessed a Jew and brought a Jew back to Israel. Little did I know that God was going to turn that into a ministry. And so the ministry we have is we travel around the United States, and we put boxes in churches, and we ask people to give a dollar a week and bless the nation of Israel. We're commanded in the Bible, uh, my friend, to bless the nation of Israel. And the shame of it is most churches aren't doing it. So God placed that upon my heart. And so we have churches that, you know, we don't touch any of the money. It goes directly to an organization. I work with the Fellowship of Christians and Jews. I met with Rabbi Eckstein before he passed. And uh, I've also worked with John Hagee's ministry, Christians United for Israel.
0: Okay, very good. I know that uh, you also are in the Senate at times.
1: Yes, we just got back from, uh, well, uh, a couple months ago, we got back from lecturing the Congress and the Senate, uh, senators and congressmen on the... on the SHIP Act. And it's, you know, it's, it's kind of like surreal when you're, before this even comes out in the news that you're, you know, that you're lecturing on something that now that they're talking about every day about stopping Iran from selling its oil on the black market.
0: Well, October 7, 2023, Ron, the world found out, out of nowhere, that Israel was under attack. Hamas, now I've been to Israel, I was there even this year, I was in the Knesset this very year, met three days with world leaders this very year, where we discussed peace, uh, peace and how the Jews and Christians together can bring peace, this very year, and uh, none of us realized what would happen in October. Now I've been to Starot right on the Gaza border, probably uh, 8 to 12 times. I've been there personally. We were going to open up a dental clinic there, one mile from the Gaza Strip. Uh, Again, bomb shelters everywhere, including the parks, where if a siren goes off, they had 15 seconds to get to a bomb shelter. And even the parks where children play, uh, the bomb shelters are decorated as centipedes or something. I was at the very kibbutz. The very kibbutz. Several times I've been there with my wife, uh, meeting with Shai Hermish, uh who was the president of the uh, World Jewish Congress. Also, he was a at different times in his career in the Parliament of Israel, the Knesset. And so he was a friend. He took me all the way through the very kibbutz that was massacred. I was in his home several times in his bomb shelter, interviewed him on television, and I can't reach him now. I don't know if he's alive or dead, but I know his son was taken hostage. Over oh 1,400 Israelis in the initial terrorist attack murdered. Over 200 taken hostage, women raped,
1: children beheaded. What do you think, Ron? Oh, my friend, if we're watching the scriptures unfold. I mean, literally, if I was an atheist and I didn't believe in God and I stumbled across the Bible and I read what different men of God said would happen in the last days, I would be convinced there's no way that they could understand and that could just come to them by accident. I, I believe I would get converted just watching, watching the secular news and opening up a Bible and just reading what it, what the different prophets prophesied would happen. We're in the very last days, my friend, and to believe that people could do that to other people. I understand how war is, but to take a little child and cut its head off, uh, I heard where they literally cut a baby out of its mother and they murdered that baby in front of its mother and then shot the mother in the head. These Hitler, I don't think was that bad as bad as he was in the gas chambers, but I don't know. Maybe I, there's something I missed, but what happened what happened in the time of the 40s and 50 uh, the 30s and 40s is coming back and it's happening again.
0: Well, it's the same spirit of death. Uh, right out of hell. Now, I'm going to just read you some news articles. U.S. Ready's plans to evacuate thousands of Americans from Israel and Lebanon. Live updates. What's happening in Israel? Hamas war as Israeli ground forces attack northern Gaza. Pentagon announces new nuclear bomb that is 24 times more powerful Then bomb dropped on Hiroshima. Demonstrators rally across the United States in response to violent conflict between Israel and Hamas. Kirkland, Washington. Hamas rally celebrated terrorist attacks against Israel. Wow. Israel strikes Gaza tunnels. Palestinian rockets attacks persist. Violence ricochets among Gaza, Israel, and the West Bank. New York City public school teacher shares images of Hamas. Paraglider describes terror attack on Israeli civilians as a successful military campaign. Il Omar fails to heed warning from AOC, gets caught spreading false claims of child genocide in Gaza. My mom died on top of me, 16-year-old Israeli-American recalls, playing dead as Hamas terrorists stormed his home, murdered parents in front of him. Devastated Irishman says he was grateful to learn his daughter had been killed by Hamas rather than taken hostage. Death was a blessing. Hamas spokesman walks out of Chris uh, Kumaro, interview Camaro says spokesman can't deal with the reality of pain his terror organization has caused terror looks among millions of illegal aliens stranger things star Noah Schimp slams fans justifying Hamas terror attack on Israel how people have lost their minds that's what he asked have people lost their minds stop Israeli strikes, 450 targets. Scale of Hamas, massacre rises. Babies beheaded. Real plan of Hamas, kill every Jew and every Christian on earth. Hamas slaughtered at least 40 babies. Some decapitated. And it goes on and on. We got here. I just looked at headline news. Pro-terrorist demonstrations. Pro-Hamas demonstrations are happening all over the world. Headline news. U.S. cities are no longer safe. 15,000 Hamas protesters shut down the San Francisco freeway. Ron, what is
1: going on? My friend, we're in such in the last days. The scariest part to me. And, you know, I understand, you know, I'm an end-time preacher. You're an end-time preacher. You, you understand these things are going to happen. It, it's, I didn't know it would be at this level yet, this quick. But what we're seeing is, you know, they're calling the Jews pigs. We don't understand what that means because, you know, most Christians, we eat pork. But to, when you could, in, in the Middle East, a pig is such an unclean animal, it's not even worthy to live. And when they call the Jewish Jews pigs, uh, that means they should be annihilated. You know, and I I think the thing that really gets me more than anything is the Christians that are coming out and they're sympathizing with the Palestinians and with Hamas. That's what gets me. And I'm shaking my head. I said, God, what what is wrong with the church? What is wrong with some of the church? You know, th- th- there is a good outcry of the church that's pro-Israel, but you have to be careful. You have to be very careful because the propaganda can can just pull you in, and, and we're right there. You know, from the river to the sea, you know, Palestine has to be free. That means there is no Israel. That's not talking about a two-state solution. We know God's even against that, all right? From the river to the sea means the Jordan River. You're familiar. I've been there. I've been to Gaza five times. I've been on the on the border. Looked over into Lebanon. Had a machine gun pointed at me in Lebanon, where they were drilling the tunnels. I lectured the Congress and Senate about the tunnels that that uh, Hezbollah was was drilling into uh, into uh, Israel. There's 300, funny, I've been on,
0: 300 miles worth of tunnels.
1: Yeah, that's 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 the uh, uh, that's what's in Gaza. Well, see, they've got the same thing that Hamas is doing on the Lebanon border, and uh, and so you know. Lecturing the Congress and Senate and trying to get money taken away from these organizations, we took 300 million through the Taylor Force Act. You can anyone that wants to listen can Google it. I literally, I literally got to lecture on on the Taylor Force Act. We took 300 million away from the Palestinian Authority. They supply the money to Hamas, and what happens is that was under the uh, Trump administration. You come back in. The Biden administration reinstated that money. The money that was used to kill Americans, to kill Jews, the, the 1,400 dead, that was American money. I'll tell you what, Ron. I don't understand it, and I wonder if we've lost our minds. We've talked about
0: it before. You've heard me speak in conferences. Half of the churches, the main, all of the mainline churches are under the federal Council of Churches. That's a communist covering. Includes the National Council of Churches, Geneva-based World Council of Churches. So it's the main line churches. They are against Israel. They're for the Palestinians. They're for the Hamas and Hezbollah and on and on and on. they back abortion, homosexuality, drag queens in churches. Um, I'll tell you what. The church itself, as you've mentioned and we've discussed is totally dysfunctional that's why america is falling apart i mean you've had under the biden administration millions and millions and millions and millions of people walk in this is a pure invasion going on it's an invasion now they're saying the cities across america are not safe and you got hamas demonstrations all through america And for 15, 20, 30 years, I've done all-day conferences on the sleeper cells in America. And now, look at what's going on. I'll tell you what. Since March 2020, I've had 25 dreams. Civil unrest, civil war, and an invasion. Civil unrest. We have seen it. City after city in chaos. Even for years. Black Lives Matter, Antifa civil war we are on the brink of a civil war an invasion we don't need a military invasion we've got an illegal invasion backed by the democrats and the president with millions and millions
1: of dangerous people coming in ready to fight ron my, my. and you know you, you you know what my friend what, what the church doesn't understand while the church is turning the other cheek and talking about all this love and all this, and, and, and I understand Christ's love, but there comes a time, there comes a time to fight, and a time to flee, but we're at a time, we're at a time we better prepare for what's coming. Because they're going to come in your houses. They're going to come in your homes. And I believe, I personally believe that they're coming in here and their cells are already here, just like your dreams and stuff you had. They're prepared. And, and, and here, here's what we can't understand is we can't get a handle on it. When I lectured the Congress and Senate on this, I said, what you guys don't understand, they believe they get special rewards if they die for Allah. If they're martyred in the faith, they get special rewards, and they believe this stuff. That's what makes them so dangerous. They're ready to give their lives up, and and we're not ready to give a sandwich up. You know, uh, God help us. Well, that's,
0: that's the only way they're guaranteed paradise is actually if you die in the cause of fighting the infidels. If you die in the cause of Allah, then you are guaranteed paradise. And so, again, they they long to die in the cause of fighting Allah. And people, you know, say we serve the same God. Oh, no, we don't. Jesus in Islam comes back to kill the Jews and the Christians and bring the world under Allah. If you say yeah. Jesus is God, that's blasphemy, and they behead you. We do not serve the same God. Uh, Israel does everything it can to spare innocent civilians they drop leaflets they tell them we're coming get out of the area where Hamas deliberately attacks civilians i mean it's it's night and day it's it's evil versus uh righteousness there is no way there is no way we serve the same god there is no way you can defend Hamas it deliberately attacks the innocent where the Jews are deliberately trying to protect the
1: innocent. Absolutely, my friend. Dr. Hanson, I was in D.C. with the Israeli Defense Force as they showed us videos. And I watched a video. This was in the Gaza Strip as a Bronco filled full of explosives followed the border in the Gaza Strip. Now they were up in a helicopter filming this and they were watching this. They'd already got a little bit of take what was going on. There was an Israeli school bus full of, of, of Israeli kids that were, that was on the Israeli side of the, of the wall. And you could see this. They had it. They videoed it. You could watch this truck drive up to where the gate was. And when that bus got to the gate, that truck, now the the, the helicopter followed them, you know, they're up in the sky a good ways and they got special equipment. They could see what was going on. And so they're following this truck. When they got to the border, right to where the gate was, and the school bus got close to where the gate was, that Bronco turned and was going to ram the gate and run through there and hit that school bus. It was a suicide bomber. He was going to give his life up. But he was going to kill 50, 60 innocent Jewish children And the moment he turned to go through the gate, that that Cobra helicopter took him out. But you could see it was I mean, you could you could watch the bus. You could watch the uh, the, the truck with explosives in it. And then you see when they took it out, how how this truck went up in flames and exploded. That's what you're dealing with. And I, I just, I still don't think the American people, uh, even our government officials, understand exactly what they're dealing with, my friend.
0: Islam is an ideology. It's a, it's a constitution. No matter where you send a Muslim, his top priority is the uh, ideology, the constitution of Islam to overthrow that new country and bring it under Allah. They say they're a religion of peace, but the only way they have peace is that country comes under Allah. Other than that, they're a religion of war. You know, Islam is the antithesis of biblical Christianity. Christianity advocates love and compassion toward God and one's neighbor. Islam promotes hatred and cruelty. Muhammad, the founder of Islam, wrote the Quran, the Muslim holy book. It's a mixture of desert folklore and customs, revelations of Muhammad, and elements of teaching from both Judaism and Christianity. Not only have parts of the Quran been lost or deliberately removed, but entire verses and chapters have been added to it. The Quran also claims that Abraham was thrown into a fire by Nimrod. The mere fact that Nimrod died centuries before Abraham was born appears to be of no account. And the Quran contains many such errors. Now, I'll tell you, we could tear the Quran literally apart.
1: Ron? Absolutely, my friend. And it says, it says right in the Quran, I've read a few of the script that says very clearly Jesus Christ did not die on the cross. You know, they're God. You know, I tell people this all the time, you know, because people tell me, well, the Muslims believe in Jesus. Let me tell you something. Their Jesus is not our Jesus. He's a right? prophet that comes back to kill the Jews and Christians and bring the world under Allah. Absolutely. The God of Abraham, Ishmael, and Mohammed is not the same God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. One of them is a false God, and the other one is the true living God, my friend. A young child, Mohammed, was nursed by a Bedouin woman
0: named Halima. The child had numerous fits which made Halima think he was demon-possessed. Even Mohammed thought he was demon-possessed himself. Every Muslim tradition records that when Mohammed was about To receive a revelation from Allah, he would often fall down on the ground, his body would jerk, his eyes would roll backwards, he would perspire profusely. It was while Muhammad was in this trance-like state that he received his divine revelations. One of his wives said, no, you're a prophet. Muhammad had an appetite for women, married 15 wives, including a 10-year-old, some people say a 9-year-old girl. He even married the ex-wife of his adopted son, who was divorced from her husband specifically for that purpose. The marriage caused such a scandal that Muhammad received divine revelation to the effect that he was, to the effect that he was married by Allah's
1: direct command. We could go on and on, Ron. Yes, my friend. It is. It's. It's just unbelievable. You know, like I said, I just got done lecturing. The biggest threat to Israel. Israel can deal with Hamas. Israel can deal with Hezbollah. But the biggest threat to Israel is coming through Iran. And the SHIP Act, 1.2 million barrels a day that we're allowing Iran to sell on the black market, over $100 million a day that they're selling this oil. And we've we've tried to get this SHIP Act passed, and uh, in the House, Mike Lawler is the Republican of New Jersey. And the Senate part is Marco Rubio from Florida. And I ask everyone if you just contact your congressman and your senators and tell them to get on the ball and let's get the ship packed. Let's get this passed to try to give some relief to the nation of Israel. Ladies
0: and gentlemen, you're listening to the warning program. This is Dr. Jonathan Hanson, President of World Ministries International, as well as Eagles Saving Nations. I have in the studio today by telephone, Pastor Ronald Dimolain. I've been with him in Tennessee. He came to hear me speak in Virginia. And uh, we are in trouble today because, again, we are very close, very close to an escalation of war. We're very close to a nuclear war. And uh, some people are very concerned that it's going to lead us into that. Ron?
1: Yes, my friend. You know, I I was thinking about this today, and we've all heard about Armageddon. The whole world, even atheists have heard the word Armageddon, and we understand, I mean, you know, there's there's little different interpretations by different men, but basically it's it's been talked about, you know, 200 million will die, Jesus will climb on a white horse and come down in the Valley of Jehoshaphat, the Valley of Megiddo, and, and kill the armies of the world in that valley. And one day the Holy Spirit said to me, you know, why? 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 Think about this. Why does Jesus do something that he could just send angels, something that he's never done before? And I found the scripture in Joel. I'm sure you're familiar. I know you're familiar with the scripture. And basically, here's what it says. I'm going to paraphrase it. God said, I will gather the nations to the Valley of Jehoshaphat, judgment. And the reason why is because you have touched my heritage, my people, the Jews, and you have parted my land. Let me tell you something. Everything from the Abraham Covenant all the way to the book of Revelation, I've studied the Abrahamic Covenant for about 18 years now. And there's one, there's a, a, a there's a, the, the, everything focuses on God in the center and the bloodline of Abraham and the land, the nation of Israel. And that is the focus. God says, don't touch my people, don't part my land. Jerusalem,
0: it's called the city of righteousness, Isaiah one twenty six. 26. Ariel, the fireplace of God, Isaiah 29, 1. God's furnace is in Jerusalem, Isaiah 31, 9. Jerusalem is a holy city, Isaiah 52, 1. Nehemiah 11, 1. Jerusalem is the throne of the Lord, Jeremiah three seventeen. Jerusalem is a cup of poison, Zechariah twelve two. Jerusalem is a burdensome stone, Zechariah twelve three. The Lord God Almighty has special interest in Jerusalem because he's placed his own signature on the city. The signature of God signifies the nature, character, personality, covenant, and in a sense, who God is. Whoever comes against Jerusalem comes against his holy name, his nature, and the character. Again, the signature of God is on Jerusalem. Second Chronicles 6.6 6, and Second Chronicles 33, four. Pastor Ron, thank you for being on the warning program. Closing comments.
1: Well, my friend, you know, in Leviticus 25, 23, it says the land shall not be sold for the land is mine. Now you can sell it, you can give it away, you do, it, but God says don't part the land. And I'm afraid that, you know, this two state solution is not God's plan. That's not his plan. The little bit of land that Israel has is just a small amount. I challenge everyone to go look at a map at the Muslim nations around Israel and look at the little piece of land that they have. And I want to say this about your organization, my friend. I know you. I met you personally. Me and you have spoken. I admire your ministry and what you're doing. People are sending monies to ministries that have two – that these – ministers that have $200 million in their bank account, They live in 40,000 square foot houses. Folks, if you're going to support a ministry, find an end time ministry as like my friend's ministry right here and support this ministry. This is a good ministry. I personally support it. And I challenge everyone out there to support this ministry.
0: Well, thank you so much, Pastor Ron. And uh, we do need your support, ladies and gentlemen, to stay on this local radio, television station. We want to go national. Truth takes away deception. Prayer brings conviction. We are in the last days. Jesus is returning. And let me tell you, uh, when the trump sounds, the Feast of Trumpets, Atonement, Tabernacles, uh, and we arise to meet him in the air, then we do battle with him. And he comes back to rule and reign. If you want to rule and reign with him, you must stand for him right now. You must speak the truth right now. It's up to the church to speak the truth. If we don't speak the truth, the other side again wins and we go into persecution. Truth takes away deception. Prayer brings conviction. And that's what Eagle Saving Nations is all about. Again, www.worldministries.org, Ministries. That's worldministries.org. 360-629-5248. God richly bless you.